What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another retro podcast. Uh, it's your host, Zach. <laughs> I'm here uh, doing the thing. I'm actually driving to work, as you guys probably know, or if this is your first time listening. I try to do these when I drive um, because I'm alone with my thoughts and I think the most and I have my most creative uh, flow when I'm when I'm alone, but uh, I never really record or write any of that down. So I figured I would just uh, try doing my podcasts when I drive. So here I am driving to work. Uh, I have a supplement shop called Crazy Muscle over in uh, Longwood in Orlando, Florida. So that has been something that I've been working on for the past six months. And um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's kind of up in the air on whether or not the store is going to stick around. Um, There's just a lot of back end stuff going on with, um, you know, I'm not the only owner in the store, so we just have some back-end issues and, and trying to get things running smoothly, and there's a chance that that uh, physical location, uh, the brick-and-mortar store itself, will be shut down. Um, there's a chance it'll stay up. I'm not really sure yet. I haven't decided what I want to do, if I want to continue growing that business or take it in a different direction. Um, the different direction that I'm thinking about right now is doing, um, starting an online supplement shop and doing, uh, basically FaceTime consultations for people to do, uh, supplement protocols or get supplement protocols. I'm sorry, from, uh, from somebody with knowledge and experience, just like I do every day in person, but over the phone. So I'm going to combine that with my personal training that I've started doing uh, one-on-one in Orlando. Um, and I already have a, a, a decent client base from, from running multiple supplement shops. So I'm, I'm thinking about doing that and even making a trailer and doing like pop-up supplement shop uh, type of deals at different gyms and stuff. So we'll see where that goes. I'm, uh, I'm obviously uh, still in the process of figuring out what direction I want to go, but I, I really do think that because so many people buy supplements from me on the side, like just friends, family, coaches, and things like that, they just know that if they ask me what I'm taking or where to get what they need from me, they know that all my sources are legit. So um, I, I really care about that reputation and I really care about that clientele that I have. I want to make sure I can still take care of them and, and make that money on the supplements. And uh, so this is what I'm working on um, for the, with that. So that's where I'm at with the store. Um, another cool thing I was just, uh, that's worth mentioning is I have, uh, so I don't know if I ever talk about this, but I live in a truck and trailer and I actually drive my dream truck. It's a Duramax 2500 HD with uh, an Allison transmission and it's lifted and got nice tires and stuff. It's a, um, beautiful truck and, uh, I, I, you know, needed it to pull my house and it was a great, the house or the RV was a great excuse to get the truck. So, um, here I am with, uh, like just something I didn't think I was going to own for a little bit longer. And, and now that I've got it, I want to do stuff to it and I want to use it for advertising. So I've been trying to think of creative ways to use my truck for advertising. And because it's so big and it already grabs attention, um, I want to wrap it. And, uh, I saw this pretty cool gold, uh, flecked wrap. It's like hard as fuck on this, uh, new Corvette, like a 2022 Corvette, And this company was, uh, you know, they wrapped it and sponsored it and did all this stuff. And I'm like, I want my truck gold. (laughs) So I want to wrap my truck in gold. I'm thinking about putting like a massive black, like just a black dragon on the side and then putting window decals on the back and maybe something on the tailgate. Um, So that's kind of where I'm at right now with the truck. If anyone listening knows any good 
wrap companies, um, local is preferred. I guess I could get somebody to custom make me a wrap design and then ship it and I could have somebody put it on for me. Uh, I'm open to that too, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to think of creative ways to use my, they went my glasses across my dash. <laughs> I'm trying to think of creative ways to use the truck. So, uh, I'm always open to any, any help with that kind of stuff. I, I love creative, uh, marketing and advertising. So, um, I'm sure some of you guys are better at it than I am, but right now I'm just brainstorming, trying to figure out what I want to do, um, with the truck, kind of making it a project truck, even though it, it's already clean enough, but you know, boys and that told us, I want to do a bunch of shit to it. I want bigger turbos. I want bigger brakes. I want steel bumpers. I want fucking all kinds of shit, but, uh, <laughs> but slow and steady. Cause God damn, if I don't keep getting fucked up by, uh, by, by financially by stuff, I went just to the other day to go get my pillow cyst checked out by a doctor. I've been dealing with tailbone pain from this pillow cyst for the bat, the past, uh, I want to say three years now, I guess, since I did that documentary, when I did that documentary with Nat Geo that I've talked about before, um, when I was prepping for that show, I really, I really did myself in jumping into a pool and if you don't know what a pillow cyst is, just do your best at typing that into Google. And, uh, it's pretty gnarly. It's called Jeep driver's disease as well. Thankfully mine, um, you know, I keep, I've taken really good care of it. So it doesn't look anything close to some of the, the stuff you might see online, but it affects like one in 10 people or something like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a gnarly, it's a gnarly thing to have because it's on your tailbone. So whenever you sit down, you're in a lot of pain. Um, sometimes you're in pain standing up. It's, it's got a lot of issues. So anyways, I wanted to go see a doctor because I've been avoiding surgery. So I, I met up with a surgeon at Advent Health in Orlando and, uh, I hated it. The, he drew, he drew out what he was going to do. I was super uncomfortable with like the procedure and he just kind of smiled at me and didn't really like make me, didn't try to tell me it was going to be okay. Didn't try to tell me that it was going to be like, it was going to work was just like, this is what I'm going to do. You're going to have to have your fucking ass open and it's got to heal from the inside out all this shit and i'm like okay like I, I don't know it was like he was on adderall like he was just smiling at me and unemotional and shit was whack and then uh you know i give him my insurance and then i get a bill for 200 bucks i'm like what how is that possible well they charged my insurance 500 dollars for that 30 minute consultation for him to tell me shit about what i already know like i've already researched what i have and uh so 500 bucks for the fucking visit. And then my copay still had me at 200 bucks. I'm like, that's stupid. And then I just got a bill for some tolls for $300 from like the past three months. I'm like, I have an e-pass. Like, why is that sun pass? So I don't know why that's going on. Orlando is terrible for tolls. Like really, really, really bad. You can spend $20 on a drive just being in Orlando, like a there and back kind of trip. So I'm just like, okay, I don't have a lot of flowing capital because everything's invested that I have. So, you know, it's annoying when I get some cash and I'm trying to do something with it and it just goes towards extra fucking surprise bills and stuff. Um, but shit, that's, that's part of life. That's part of living in America, I guess. And, you know, I don't give a fuck, whatever. I'm just going to keep grinding. There's a reason why I keep trying so many things and why I'm so invested in, in growing and making money because I want to make more money at a time faster. That's the goal. I want it. I want it. And I don't want to worry about it. I don't think that money equals happiness, but I know no money 
equals less happiness. So I just want to figure that out and uh, be able to take care of and provide for my family and specifically my mom. So I'm going to take care of all that fucking business as I go through life and I'm not going to quit. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. But all right, I took some notes. I took some notes for uh, this podcast. So let's see, I'm going to pull them up now. Oh, yeah. So, so I've been dealing with some, I wouldn't say it's a current event, but like, I don't know, guys, like I am personally one of those people who has a really hard time keeping friends. And my entire life has literally since I was a little kid has been, um, you know, having really, really close friends that I care about to all of a sudden not having them around or to that just going away or it like combusting. And, you know, I think it's something that a lot of people relate to and have had happen. It's just, it's just weird that for me, it's, it's a very obvious recurring pattern. So I've been trying to figure out why, why that is like, why is that happening? Like, is it me? Is it them? You know, if it's happening over and over again, it's, it's probably me. So I try to look at myself and think like, is it because you're negative? Is it because you're positive? Like, why are people leaving you? Why, why are people doing things different to you? Why are people treating you a different type of way than when you, when, than when they started interacting with you? Like I, I have friendships and relationships and business relations, like all different types of connections with people that seemingly just spontaneously combust out of nowhere. So, you know, I just be, trying to figure it out. And, um, I think one of the things that I have to really take into account, um, and you guys might relate to this, uh, is, is the fact that I have a high output. And so somebody with a high output like me and by high output, I mean, has a lot of energy, goes out of his way to talk to strangers and meet people and make friends and do all that. Um, that's what I mean by high output. I'm constantly putting things out there into the world. And with that comes a lot of input because of cause and effect and the reality of that, you have to realize that the more you put out, the more you are going to have come back at you. And it's up to the universe sometimes in the randommosity, the random, the randomnicity or whatever the hell that word is. It's random on whether or not it's going to come back at you good or bad, you know, or which, which you're going to get sooner rather than later. So, you know, if you're somebody who's going around doing a lot of good things, but sometimes good things take a little while to come back around, you might just fucking deal with a lot of bad shit in the beginning. And you might find yourself wondering why the hell am I doing all these good deeds, but dealing with all this bad shit. And it's like, well, the most good things seem to not happen quickly. And a lot of bad things seem to happen quickly. And so maybe there's something to that. And if you take that into account, then over time, life should balance itself out as long as you maintain consistency and do your due diligence to maintain the original mindset that you had when you started being a person with a high output, trying to have a a very good high output, you know, you're going to get a lot of bad input back first because the world will try to shut you down. People will try to tell you your ideas are bad. What you're saying is wrong. What you're doing is, is not worth being, uh, you know, done and you should be insecure about it, you know? And, 
if that's the case, if that's what's happening, um, you know, then you need to figure out what you need to do in your own head to fix that. And if that's removing people from your life, or if that's um, changing the way you think or perceive information as it comes to you, um, that's an interesting one. So the way you can change or perceive information coming at you, excuse me, what I liked, I don't know. So here's the thing, right? I'm not smart, but I'm not stupid. I know me better than anybody else, but other people have done what I want to do and maybe have done it better. And I don't know shit. So I should let people talk to me and tell me shit when they want to tell me why sometimes it's because I care about that person. But if it's, if it's not somebody that I really know, why am I going to let them talk to me? It's because I want to learn. I want to take advantage of the moment, the situation, and I want to see if I can grow beyond a limit in my head that I might not have even known I had. And I learned that from, you know, realizing when you talk to strangers, you can learn some cool ass shit. So I was like, all right, damn, I'm just, I'm just going to keep soaking in the knowledge as it comes. But here's the thing is like, people will tell you shit that you don't want to hear. People will tell you shit that you don't need to hear because you already know it. And it's like, why the fuck am I listening to this person? You know, fucking, I call it like getting off on somebody. Like when you're just fucking making your, just jerking your own dick off. Like, oh, I'm so fucking smart. Let me tell you what I know about this and that. And you need to fucking just be like, wow, you know all that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck those kind of people. I get that. But even that, even those kind of people, sometimes there's a little golden nugget in all that shit that they just spewed out. And so the way I kind of look at it is when someone is saying shit that I don't logically agree with, before I shut them down or decide to argue or get emotionally invested in that person's that person's stupidity of the moment, what I do is I pretty much just ignore it, make them feel good about themselves without making myself feel bad about myself, and I wait for the opportunity to learn something. And I, this is this is you can apply this to any person, even crackheads, even fucking crackheads. I talked to a crackhead. His name is Paul, downtown Orlando. Shout out Paul, the shredded fucking uh, um, homeless dude down there who airboxes and like uh, is just jacked. Like he just jack, he's just jacked and like fights demons in the streets and like he's crazy. But his name is Paul, and that dude knows a shit ton about amino acids, amino acid profiles of different types of meats and eggs. He was telling me the ratios of amino acids and eggs, and he he was pretty spot on, you know, I I didn't fact check him, but it was kind of funny how in his moment of clarity, while being a tweak, he, he had some good, some good shit to share. And, you know, I, I mean, the amino acid complex of eggs doesn't necessarily prove you're smart, but, and I didn't necessarily need that information, but it was an entertaining moment. And he ended up having something smart to say because he saw my muscles and was like, Oh, xyz about these amino acids and these different meats and i was like and eggs and i was like oh wow didn't expect that out of you paul you were just screaming at nobody but you know (laughs) you saw my you saw my arm gains and decided to 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 snap back to reality that's pretty cool i bet i bet there's a reason why you're so jacked and shredded even though you're uh you know you're out here on the streets so you know you use that and then you maybe use that information when you're dealing with somebody who's above you like a boss or a manager or somebody in a position higher than you that you don't fuck with or you don't like or something like that. 
uh, honestly, you can like them. It doesn't matter. But if you don't take somebody's opinion seriously, this is this is something you apply to it, right? So you pretend to take them seriously in a legit way. Like, I guess not pretend, but force yourself to sit there and listen. If they're telling you things you already know, say thank you in your mind for the reiteration and for the, uh, you know, the renewal of that information in your mind. And then wait patiently for new information. And if you don't receive new information, try to find where this person in front of you might have something that you can gain and try to guide them in that direction with your questions based off what they're saying. So if somebody's saying something and, and you know, maybe they're just talking about themselves or they're talking about how they, they accomplished X, Y, Z, instead of being like, oh, my God, this dude is just fucking going off, you know, going cra- going on and on. Why don't you just ask them? some details about those things that they're talking about. So that way they have something different to say, but it still uh, adds to the conversation, you know? So, okay. Yeah, I get it. You, you, maybe you've started a bunch of businesses and things like that. Like, tell me how you did this specific part of it. Where did you get these, these uh, wholesalers? Where did you, how did you find yourself marketing this product in the beginning versus the end? You know, like what was different? What did you learn? Like, those are questions you can ask to really engage with people who don't really know how to who, to do that. And, um, you know, this is this is just like, it's worldwide. It's super common. You know, everybody gets caught up talking about, you know, this and that. But, uh, but learning how to adapt to the person's, what they're saying, and learning how to take that information and, and, and uh, use it to your advantage no matter what keeps you emotionally stable on top of your own world on top of your own mind it keeps you in control um you know if you if you decide to be emotionally invested in somebody else's actions it's it's a very very slippery slope and it doesn't go up so that being said nothing is personal no one's no one's doing anything no one's saying anything to to personally hurt you because at the end of the day if that's what's happening they're doing it to make themselves feel a type of way because there's a hole. They're empty. And you you right now are just the person in front of them for them to make themselves feel better. But you're not really special. There's You're not the only one, you know, like <laughs> as terrible as that might sound, that's it's it's the case. Like you're not special. They're not just picking on you. They do this to everybody. Don't take it so personal. You shouldn't care about their opinion in that way. And you should try to see see them from a different perspective or just don't be around them. So yeah, that's, uh, that's something I have to say about, <clears throat> about that. <clears throat> I don't know. As far as the friend thing goes though, like it's just hard. Like I've been on a path of, I'm on a path of, All right, guys, without sounding like a fucking egomaniac, I feel like I'm literally on a path of righteousness. Like, I am not righteous. I am not God. I am not perfect. I'm I'm barely okay. <laughs> I'm barely good. But I know that I'm, I'm really living my life every second, every day in a, in a manner that I can um, be proud of and and even, even know that if somebody was copying my mentality towards life, they, that would be exactly how I would recommend them, them do it. Like if I was going to give somebody advice, I should take that advice. And I've been taking my own advice lately, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I've been, I've been taking my own advice 
and really trying to do things right and just maybe more calmly and more empathetically. Like, I don't know. I just, whatever it is that I'm doing isn't what everyone else is doing, I guess I've realized. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's hard being somebody who cares about other people like a lot, like more than themselves or as much as themselves. Like when you, when you keep, try to keep people up who constantly want to be down um, and you're empathetic, it's, it's hard because your emotions get tainted and it's just the cold, hard truth. And, and what'll happen is a lot of people will learn that they can, they can feed off that positive energy that you are sharing and they can use it to make themselves feel better and they can also bring you down in order to make themselves feel better because now they're not the only one who's dealing with the problems they're dealing with because they've subconsciously guided you into the same fucking situation and they'll do that without actually making you go through the step-by-step process they went in life to get to get to that point of sadness they're in they'll just fucking be sad so much that it brings you down like you you either you'll start looking for all the things wrong in your life you'll start remembering all the things wrong in your life like it's hard and uh, especially when you know you try when you really try and uh, it doesn't do anything and people still fucking either shut you out or stab you in your back or just completely fucking try to fuck you over and (laughs) I'm sorry I'm not tripping but like it's just it's actually just true. A lot of people out here are shitty. And if you're a shitty person and you're listening to this, can you start thinking about what your actions do to other people? Like you and stop going out of your way to like think about other people. Focus on yourself. I've been dealing with a lot of people focusing on me and what I'm doing and why it doesn't have anything to do with them, and I really am like not sure why anyone feels the right to other people's time. You are your own person. If you are bored or insecure, then you need to get a grip, get a hobby, and get get passion. Get get life, feeling and love like back in you. Because you are you are sapping other people's energy while consistently ignoring your own problems. And that's not fair, it's not okay, and it's going to leave you really fucking sad. And you're going to push a lot of good people away. Speaking from experience on both sides of this coin, you know. And uh, it's just a it's just, uh, it's just a part of life. I, people grow and they change. But for me, it's almost like I've had so many of my best friends be so many different types of way towards me. Whether it's jealous or... Uh, uh, I know, Bear. I don't know. That's the only word. I mean, it really is. Like, there's no reason when I am constantly trying to provide for friends, when you're constantly, I'm talking about getting them jobs, helping them start businesses, helping them grow as people, being there for them when they're down and giving them what they need in order to actually get out of it. Like, I've literally saved people's lives. I've literally helped people from the fucking bottom come up. But it's so sad how many times those people will go back to their old ways or start a bad path out of nowhere from something completely unexpected that 
is not worth it at all. Like it makes no sense and there's nothing you can do about it. And now all the energy and time and, and, uh, you know, heart that you put into that person is gone. And it makes it, it makes you, it made me, it makes me feel insecure in my current relationships. It makes me feel, uh, sad. I mean, it makes me feel untrustworthy of a lot of things because it makes me feel like people are fake. It makes me feel like when people really are loving towards me or caring about me, it makes me feel like it's actually them not loving themselves so much that they're doing that. And it actually now scares me to see people be over-interested in other people. I mean, these girls who tell other girls that they love them and they're their boo and this and that, those are the first girls to fucking talk shit and then leave and not be friends with the other girl. I mean, I've had enough girlfriends to know how these girlfriends, these girl relationships work. And like, you know, guys don't necessarily go up each other's butts like that. We're a little bit, a little bit less than that, but it does happen too. You know, I've been on that. I've been there and it's like, it's so fucking weird. Like, I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, I mean what I say. If, if you're my friend and I tell you I love you, like, I mean that shit. And that, and then while I try not to have expectations, I talk about expectations all the time. I'm talking about it all the time because I have a problem managing mine, mine on other people. Because I feel like I've set my bar pretty low and it keeps getting fucking broke, crushed every time. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to apply. I don't really think that all my friends are like this. I have so many friends that I love, but it's, it's interesting how it's always my closest friends who end up. And I don't know if it's because I, I don't care if somebody's got weird personality flaws and stuff. Like I, I really don't, but I don't see them as red flags for friendship until like now. And it's just, I'm so sick of the learning process because I feel like I've learned enough and then Oh, it can happen in this way. And, oh, it can happen in that way. And, oh, I bet you didn't see it coming from over here. And it's like, fuck, dude. Why are you doing this? Universe. Like, this shit. This shit's already hard. And every time I go on watch TV, it's talking about how friends are so important and this and that. And I'm like, god damn, bro. Like, any one of those motherfuckers is, is bound to stab you in your back, man. You better watch out. And I don't like that I carry that. I don't like that I carry that sometimes because I really don't believe it. But it's it's from my experience. So I have two completely opposing uh, like emotional viewpoints of this because I don't believe in stereotypes. And I believe that a part of me chooses the people that are around me for reasons subconsciously and doesn't acknowledge weaknesses because by the time people my friends and and relationships and partners and stuff by the time all those people break my heart I already know where it's going to come from within them because I just I just know people and I guess the part of me that figures that out about somebody then decides to put it in a jar and leave it on a shelf and act like it's never going to come back around to me but that's never really the case. And then it's like, well, you shouldn't judge your friends because nobody's perfect and that's what friends are for. But fuck, dude. It, I, <laughs> okay, so what do I do now? I'm kind of left at a, a wackadoodle crossroad. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
uh, doesn't leave me with a lot of options. I just have to be very careful now, I guess, and who I let get close, close, you know, like who I let get beyond good friends. I, I don't know, but best friends anymore are dangerous to me. I mean, They get so close. They have access to so much of your, of your, you know, darkest. They have access to so many of the darkest parts about you that you might share, and then they use it against you. And you're like, what? You, I, because I'm not the kind of person. Even if I'm, I'm in like a really bad argument or fight. Like I really don't like to use low blows, because I really don't want somebody to be depressed after we have an argument. Because that's never, that's you know, it's not really. I don't know. I'm not fighting with somebody because I want to fight with them. I'm fighting with somebody because either they hurt me or I want I want them to hear me. Otherwise, I don't really yell my voice. And either way, I'm not... I don't know. I just... I don't do that. And I've... Oh, my God. The shit people have said to me. It's it's pretty close to some of the, some of the shit that I've said in my own head and I'm to myself. And I'm like... I would never. I would never. And I never expected that out of you, but... Why not? Because I've seen you do it to other people. I've seen, I've seen how you treat other people in your life. So for me to ignore that is to risk and jeopardize my own life. And unfortunately, that's, that's you know, part of life and learning, I guess. And I'm here, I'm here for the, the learning experience, I guess. So that's fine. I'm going to be careful about choosing friends. And I'm friends with everybody. Don't get me wrong. Like, I want to be friends with every person I see still. No matter what, because I love that shit. But who I let get to know the deepest parts of me, I'm going to be more careful now. Because it just doesn't seem... The deepest parts that I won't share, because I share a lot. I mean, I feel like most people that listen, you know, to, or see my social media, they know... I know, man, we're at the shop. We're pulling up at the shop. People who know me know that, uh, you know, I'm pretty open about a lot of my shit. But there's still stuff that I don't share. And don't, you know, don't plan on it, because it doesn't need to be talked about. But... Yeah, so anyways, that I think is where I'm going to end it because I just got to the shop. Um, I thank you guys for listening so much. I hope I hope you related to some of what I talked about. I think it's a very interesting topic and one that you shouldn't ever feel like you know or understand. And don't ever pretend like you have the final thought on a situation or a, a, a thing. Because as soon as you stop learning and understanding is as soon as you get ignorant. So... Just keep an open mind, keep an open heart, continue to look for love and bright lights wherever you can, and, uh, you know, just yeah. keep... I know, Bear. Tell him say goodbye. Just keep your fucking head up, because we're here for a reason, and that reason is to experience everything we possibly can. So, without further ado... That, <laughs> without further ado, my stone ass. So, uh, without uh, adding anything on to that, Thank you guys so much. I love you very much. Um, and I really appreciate you listening. Feel free to check me out on Instagram at the.retro1 on Instagram. Oops, sorry, on YouTube at the Retro Goods. And uh, if you guys look on my website, theretrogoods.com, I have merch. I've got uh, training programs. I have po- uh, sorry, podcasts and playlists. So you guys are listening to the podcast, but I also have some playlists that I've curated. 
And uh, on top of that, I have the free link to watch my National Geographic documentary um, with Dr. Tony Huge. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and or night. And if you're pooping, pinch it off. It's been 32 minutes. It's time to get back to fucking life. See you guys later.